Hello and welcome to It Ain't So Black and White with Richie Lyons and Amon Edwards. All right, let's get him on. Week two football just happened. Oh, so yes, sir. This is one thing we differ a lot on. Yes, so, sir. Uh, of course, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And I'm a fan of the best franchise. Oh, okay. The New England Patriots. You know, we caught a dub this week. And my boy Tom Brady over in Tampa Bay, the GOAT, threw for five touchdowns. I hate hearing that. <laughs> yeah, How can it was you a... hate Tom Brady, though? He's 44. Oh he fought it for. Fought it for. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of arguing against this Tom Brady goat thing. I've done so much. And all I ever hear, seven rings. He's got seven rings. He got more ring than any other team in the franchise. Okay. Uh, uh, any other franchise, I mean. It was a bad week for Pittsburgh Steelers football. <laughs> yeah, y'all suck. <laughs> we lost... Our whole team got injured. T.J. Watt got injured. Devin Bush didn't play. Joe Hayden didn't play. Trey Turner got uh, ejected. Deontay Johnson got injured. The Browns won. And, of course, the Ravens won. Patrick Mahomes let me down. I can't believe that. That's really upsetting. It was a bad weekend. But, I mean, there were some good games. Both my fantasy teams won, so... Can't complain too much. We'll be back next week. I uh, like that Lamar finally beat the Chiefs, though. That was uplifting. That I do really like Lamar. I really wanted us to draft him over uh, Edmonds. Yeah, so, I think he would have been trash if he would have went to the Steelers. I'm just going to ignore <laughs> that statement. So, uh, the Met Gala's for the other night. You got any thoughts on this? Yeah, the Met Gala. Okay, let me ask you this, Brian. How much do you think tickets are for the Met Gala? few grand. The ticket to the Met Gala is actually 30, start at $30,000. <laughs> and tables start at $275,000. And where do you think that money goes? Goes into the art museum of uh, fashion, I think. Yeah, bro, you know what? I, I used to thought that, I used to think that they donated it to like, charity or something. Yeah, I mean, you gotta respect the museum, honestly. Like getting that much buzz, man. Forget that music. They've been that doing money. that since they've been doing that like since the forties, though. Yeah, I think it's a fun celebration. Yeah, and uh, then like AOC wore that dress that said "Tax the Rich." Yeah, there's definitely a lot of interesting. Uh, yeah, tax the rich, but you paid thirty thousand dollars for a ticket, bro. <laughs> Come on now, man, make it make sense. Yeah, there's the definitely ain't a lot of interesting <laughs> outfits. Kim Kardashian was wearing that blackout thing. She's like a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Lil Nas X had was wearing all gold and the gold, um, everything bro, gold. Bro, Lil Nas X is a character, bro. He is. He is. Then, uh, what's her name, Sierra, Russell Wilson's wife, wearing the Russell Wilson dress with his Super Bowl ring on. Really? I did not see that. Would you trust your wife with your Super Bowl ring? No. No? <laughs> I, I, it's, like, I, I can't wait to get married, but I can't even trust her with my the marriage ring that I got. <laughs> She's going to have to show me something, man. She gonna... uh, then there's another celebration, the Emmys. Did you watch the Emmys? Yeah, well, I didn't really watch them. I saw the like the beginning when they was like, um, and they was like, but you say he's just a friend. And then all those people had them verses, bro. It was so yeah. hard. It was so hard, bro. R.I.P. Bismarcky. Uh, yeah, Ted Lasso like swept the Emmys. They won everything, and I think it's well deserved. The I gotta watch it. It's so good. The episode last week was actually I think the only bad episode it had. But other than that, I mean, it's amazing. Gets you in. It's just. It makes you feel good, you know? Mm -hmm. It really makes you feel good. And 
I used to watch the commercials when I was a kid because it started out as a commercial. And when I first heard that they're making Ted Lasso show, I was like, man, Apple's running out of ideas. What are they doing in Apple? And then I started watching it. And I just couldn't get enough. It was just so good. It was really outstanding show. Uh, it just makes you feel good, man. Yeah, man. Ted Lasso. Why do they call it Ted Lasso? Is it because he? It's like- the name of the coach. Oh, his name is Ted Lasso. Yeah. Lasso. He's from Kansas. Lasso, you know. I feel like that's a Texas thing. I mean, I feel like it's just like cowboy, a Western thing. Yeah. Wait, is Texas considered the West? I think anything to the west of the Mississippi is considered the West. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure if you're to the east of Mississippi, you're the east. If you're the west of the Mississippi, you're on the west. Well, you know, I'm from Mississippi, so I guess that makes me east of the Mississippi. Yeah, because the Mississippi is like yeah. on the border of Mississippi. So. Yeah, so you'd be east. Look at us. We're both from the east. Nope. Wow. You're I'm east coast. The, east no, coast, no, baby. No, no, baby. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a southern boy at heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, next thing I want to get into, Faces by Mac Miller. Coming out October 15th. Friday, October 15th. I can't wait. But that's my that's my cousin's birthday. Shout out my cousin. Shout out to mom's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I'm so excited to actually have it on streaming services to be able to skip around songs because on SoundCloud, it's all one song. And it's so annoying because Grand Finale is one of my favorite Mac Miller songs ever. Uh-huh. And I it's like the last song on the album, so I don't want to skip the whole entire album just to go to that last one. I bet you know like the whatever the song starts by heart. Like you'd be like, oh, at nine thirty six, this song starts. I actually don't. Uh, oh, yeah. I usually just go. It's like three and a half minutes. So I go like three and a half minutes before it ends. And I've, I'll look it up on YouTube. There's one on YouTube, but like to see, have it on stream to be able to download it, so I can listen to it offline. It's just really helpful. I never listened to Mac Miller, bro. Cause like I, I don't you're know. gonna listen to Mac Miller. You're <laughs> gonna <laughs> listen to some Mac Miller. You're gonna like Mac Miller. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little bit of a Pittsburgh threat there. Uh, you gonna eat it and you won't like it. <laughs> and the last thing I want to talk about is the news that I think just broke today. Elon Musk and Grimes have broken up. Man. Your thoughts if, on the power couple? If it don't affect Tesla's stock, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if it get, if it make the stock shoot up to the moon, she should have kicked rocks a long time ago. <laughs> but but uh, if it makes it go down to the ground, they need to figure something out because I'm trying to make money. I ain't trying to keep losing money. Because Tesla, yeah. Tesla, it's been pretty stagnant lately. At one point before the split, it was at like $1,500. Yeah, I don't have Tesla, so yeah. I don't pay attention. Yeah, I could have got a while ago, but it's just so expensive by the time I was allowed to trade because uh-huh. by the time I turned 18, it was too expensive to like. Yeah, but then they did like a, a split. I didn't see that. But then again, you don't have to buy whole shares. Yeah. I don't know. I feel I like working in whole numbers. That's weird. I don't, <laughs> I don't like decimals. So, I don't like fractions. Whole numbers only, man. So when your kids say, Dad, why are we broke? See, I could have invested in Tesla. Oh, my. You're I acting didn't. like I could have <laughs> invested much. You're acting like I could country invested. club minimum wage was going to give me much of Tesla stocks. Man, you never know, bro. You, you'd be up right now if you would have, like, bought, like, right at the split. Like, as soon as you turn 18, you'd be up, bro. Like, say if you put a grand in that, but you'd probably be up two, three grand right now. I could not have put a grand in it, though. Sorry, man. You could have <laughs> college i don't have money Amon. it's all right man we both two broke college students <laughs> that's true because if you touch my pockets they like they are deflated like the deflatriots that's what, <laughs> that's what they used to call the patriots bro so, but 
Okay, now let's get into the fun part of the show today. Slaying game. Oh, the slaying game. As we've said many times before, I'm from Pittsburgh. And I'm from Mississippi. So I'm going to say some Pittsburgh East. And what do you guys call your slaying? Do you guys just call it Mississippi slang or something? We we don't even have a name for slang. It's just how we talk. And, and like, it ain't, it ain't no name for it. Well, like, like a name for your accent. Like, we, just a Mississippian we, accent. We we don't name our accent. Like, we'll be talking to somebody else and they'll be like, where you from? Like, well, at least for me, I'll be talking to somebody. They'll be like, where you from? I'll be like, I'm from Mississippi. They'll be like, oh, I knew it. I can, I yeah. can tell by the way you talk that you from Mississippi. Well. <laughs> Ours is called Pittsburgh East or Yenzer accent. Yenzer. See, yeah, that's how you know it's not official when you got a name for it. When it's just how you talk, you don't even need no name. No, for it. it's a whole different language. That's why you need the no. name. See, that's a that's some creative language. That's how everybody we know talk. How mamas, grandmas, granddads talk. That's how everybody talk. I know. Yeah, everybody talks like this in Pittsburgh too. Uh, the Pittsburgh East accent's dying a little bit, but. Because it's not as strong. It's like older people from Pittsburgh still have a strong accent, but younger people and athletes and all that. The Pittsburgh East isn't as strong. And they actually have, uh, at University of Pittsburgh, they have uh, classes you can take to get rid of your accent because it's like very unprofessional. Classes you can take to get rid of your accent. See, as 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 me, as being from Mississippi in the South, like I can go from talking like this right here to, hey, how are you guys doing? I'm doing really very well. Yeah, man. that's like called, what the classes do. It's like, called code switching. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I'm pretty sure like anybody can do it. Like, like it's just so easy. All you got to do is just take your time from talking like a, a, a ratchet dude to just coming out and being like, oh, yeah, guys, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's that's definitely how that goes. All right, you want to start or you want me to start? I'll start if you want. Okay. Wait, how 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 do we do it? Just give me a word. I'll try and guess what it means. If okay. I guess it right, I get a point. Okay, okay, babe, 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 babe. Walking a bike. Walking a bike. Watch me walk this bike. See, that's got me thinking like Ghost Ryan the Whip or something. Uh, Walking a bike. I don't know. Uh, Stay on like the hind things on your bike, on like somebody else's bike. You know what I'm saying? Nope. It's actually... Is what white people call, or the common name is it, popping a wheelie. Oh, <laughs> you call a wheelie walking the bike? Like, if somebody say, I'm finna walk this mud all the way down the street. <laughs> That's just me, and they just finna pop a wheelie and keep it going all the way down the street. Okay. All right. You want to alternate? Or? Yeah, we'll alternate. All right. Yens. This is the main one. Yens. This is what we say the most. That's why we're calling you. You got to give it in a sentence, because I, I just gave you mine in a sentence. Okay, uh, well, you said it after I took my guess, but yeah, I'll give you a sentence. Uh, let me think. No, I did give you. I said walking a bike. That was the first thing I said, walking a bike. You just said yens. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if it's an adjective or adverb. Okay, <laughs> yens. Uh, yens going down to the Stillies game. So that means like you and somebody else or you and a couple people. I'll give that to you. It means you all. Yeah. yeah. I'll give that one to you. Well, I say you and a couple people. Yeah. All right. All right. I got you. Next one is I'm going to stick you. Okay. I th- I've heard that before. Is that meaning you're going to. Uh, I want to think. It's either. You, is it when you stab somebody? You're going to stab them? No. <laughs> it's just like when, you, when y'all when about to get to fighting or something like somebody be like, keep talking, bro. I'm going to stick you in the face. 
Stick just mean punch somebody in the face. <laughs> it just means mean punch. Because I knew it was something violent, but my thought was, you know, stick and a knife, you know, <laughs> like stick them <laughs> with it, you know, it like stick guess, it boy. in them. Okay. It was a good guess, boy. It was a good guess. So my next one is a nebby. So, uh, oh, mom's very nebby, always uh, inserting himself in my conversations. Okay, so that means like I'm very like, like I always put my two cents in. It means like nosy. Yeah. I use that in a bad sense. I couldn't think of someone <laughs> on the spot, <laughs> but I'll give it to you. Close enough. All right. All right, boy. I wish, I wish. I, so, bro, so, like, when it comes to, like, um, slang words for Mississippi, like, I feel like it ain't just for Mississippi. Like, a lot of the words I say, like, yeah, a so bunch of other people say it, but, like, in my head, I've never heard anybody else that I know that are not from Mississippi say these words. All right. On mama them. Can you repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> he said that like, this is spelling me. It sounds like Amadon. On mama them. On mama them. Mm-hmm. Can you use that in a sentence? Or is that a sentence? <laughs> On mama them, I seen Lil Johnny walk from the store. See, like, uh, it's me, like, on my mama. Like, I get it out. Because that's basically, that's basically what it meant. Kind of like a promise. Like, like, like somebody would be like, Oh, mama, them. Oh, mama, them, boy. Or, or something like that. It's just like, basically, like, they put it on their mama. But instead of saying, Oh, my mom, they say, Oh, mama, them. So okay, like, so I got right? Yeah. Yes, so, like, Oh, my mama and them. Okay. I ain't never broke that down. I, I just thought about it. <laughs> uh,. Jag off. <laughs> All Browns fans are jag offs. So I'm guessing that's like a like a probably a, a off to like a jack off calling somebody like a jack off, and probably like calling them just like you know idiots or something like that. Yeah, it means jerk. I'll give that to you. I said jack off. <laughs> <laughs> you just repeat the same word basically. You said jag though, yeah. like like a jaguar. Yeah, jag off. See? And I said jack. Like Okay, okay. Like, Good said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one is cuh. Like a cuh? Like a cousin? Not necessarily. You ever seen like Too Fast and Too Furious? Where Paul Walker goes, I said forget about cuh. Like that. <laughs> Hey, bro, it, it, it is exactly like that, bro. Cause like, we, <laughs> yes. like everybody, instead of saying like "cuz," like yeah. how some like some people be like "hey, cuz," yeah. like that's from a different, that's like Los Angeles little type stuff right there. But like we say "cuz," like we be like, like we'll start a sentence and be like "cuz," get what happened today. But not even talking to your cousin, it's just like "cuz," just like a way to yeah. like greet somebody, like "hey, cuz." Or like when I was in high school, it used to be this uh, security guard named Doug, and every time you were walking in in, in the school, he'd be like. Hey, look, where you going, look, huh? And it just, <laughs> just be so funny, bro. Everybody used to, everybody used to mock him and be like, hey, look, huh? <laughs> it used to be funny, though. All right. One for you. A crick. So I'm guessing that's a stream of water. Yep. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you got that one fast. Because <laughs> it's like a creek. Yeah, it is a creek. All right. Last one is show lid. Show lid. Show lid. Show lid. 
like for sure it, it, it's it's so different because like if somebody if somebody can say oh no i put that in the refrigerator yesterday somebody could be like surely meaning that that they're, they're agreeing with you but then somebody can say hey come i'm gonna stick you and then you can reply and be like oh surely meaning as of like i bet you won't <laughs> so it's yeah. like using it sarcastically Kinda, yeah, but it can be used so many different ways, bro. <laughs> Did I get one of the ways? Yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay, you got okay. I give it to you. I okay. give it to you. Who the winner? Well, I gotta get one. You gotta, gotta give you one more. Oh, you, you started. You, you started. Oh, I started. So that means you gotta give me one more. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. I gotta get good one now. We got. There's a lot of Pittsburghies. There's a lot. Uh. This one's more of an accent thing, but a washer. Like a wire machine. Yeah. I was thinking more like, you know, what you put on a nail. Oh, yeah. Well, like yeah. Washer. But that's just how we say like wash, like wash Mount Washington and go downtown to the wash your clothes. Man, y'all just sound like <laughs> like some kids who wanted to like start their own language. But it didn't, <laughs> ca- but it didn't catch on, bro. <laughs> we were a lot of steel workers that wanted to start our own language. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff where it's just like, a lot of accent stuff that like we kind of just slurred or like a thing I still I do a lot is like our our like our car power sour. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like uh our car power sour. <laughs> so our like an hour. Oh. Car like the greatest coach of all time. Uh, <laughs> power like power, you know. But That's I don't think nobody stuff. actually say this stuff, right? I just <laughs> what I. You've heard me talk like that. No, That's I have not. I bro. say that. <laughs> You've definitely heard me say "ir" before. Yeah, I gotta come to Pittsburgh, bro. Cause I've never. I feel like I feel like y'all just like I don't know what y'all talking about, bro. Because y'all are too, <laughs> that that can't be a real language. Y'all, y'all talking like y'all are speaking like gremlins or, or, <laughs> or something. I don't know what I don't know what y'all are, bro. That, that can't be how y'all talk, bro. That is how we talk. Our worst. Uh, oh man, <laughs> there's a lot in that downtown like there's a lot downtown <laughs> it's just like we just like slur words a lot pretty much uh, man y'all don't slur y'all just add <laughs> off to everything like a off you just be like you go, oh, oh. Like, like, y'all, y'all might as well be pirates hey we are the pirates <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh pirates that's, that's, that's right bro that's right uh, I can't believe you forgetting that I mean you keep forgetting that I don't watch baseball, bro. <laughs> you talk about baseball so much, though. I do like it. And baseball. we talked about the Pirates last episode. Roberto Colon. Oh. You Clem- want to retry that? Roberto Clemente. Yeah. There oh, you go. Why would I think of Roberto Colon, though? Who is Colon? Bartolo Colon or Bartolos, I forget his name. The Big Sexy. Oh, Big Six. Yeah. Big Six. All right, Ma. <laughs> Let's switch gears switch into gears. our main topic today, and that's been our religious experiences. We have completely opposite yes, <laughs> religious sir. experiences. Jesus is Lord. Boy. So, do you want to talk about uh, how you came to faith and all that first? <laughs> I'll talk about my experiences with faith, faith after that. Okay. So, as you guys might know if you are new, I am a Christian a newly converted Christian at that. And here is how I came to Jesus. So 
I grew up going to church just like mostly anybody who grew up in the hood in the South because your grandma took you to church. I grew up going to church. I didn't go every Sunday. I grew up going like scattered like every every now and again, maybe like a few Sundays I'd go in a row, something like that. But a lot of times like I really didn't didn't really believe like what they was talking about in church. And I, I'd like go to church and then after leaving the church, I'd just like, blast rap music and <laughs> just like as soon as i leave church just like turn that young boy on or some, some stuff like that and and like yeah i really wasn't living it like if somebody would have asked me do i believe in god i would have said yeah i would have like yeah i believe in god but like in my heart like or in, in my mind I, I really didn't believe in god like I, I really didn't really believe in god i was like man i don't know about all that and then i had heard so many like people talking i was just like man, i don't know about all that and then i came to college right and as everybody knows, when you come to college, you do some wild things. <laughs> I'm a sophomore, and and I came to Jesus in like March of March of my freshman year. So like the beginning of my freshman year, I did great in school, but I was I was also out doing some things that weren't so great. Like I didn't I didn't really go to parties, but you know, there's just some things that. But okay, so me and my cousin, right? So since I grew up in a city where there's a lot of killing and stuff, right? Me and my cousin, every time somebody would die, me and him, like, we, we knew the people that that would die and stuff like that. And we'd make jokes about him. We'd be like, like, specifically, there's this one dude named, um, well, I won't drop no names. Yeah. But but his name, me and him, some some rappers. So it's like rap beef in, in my city. And some rappers was, was talking about him. He was like, that's crazy. He died with a little 380. And, and a 380 is gun. And... Me and my cousin were like, oh, man, how you gonna how you gonna die with a little 380? You supposed to have like a nine on you or something. And just like me and my cousin used to always joke about dead people and stuff like that. And since I since I said since all that, one day it just came to me, I was like, bro, I'm really up here telling jokes about people who just really lost their life. And then it made me dive into like like looking at all religions. Like what's what's the difference? What like why 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 are these things here now? And then then I came to Christianity and I was like, and I started looking at the Bible. I was like, why do people look at this book and, and choose to live their life off of it? Like, this is just a book or a book of books written by old people who claim that their books are divine. What, what makes this stand out rather than everything? And then I did a lot of searching. And really, bro, it's just like the, the more searching I did, like I, I watched atheists, like one famous atheist that I like. Because he makes so many good points, but his points just, they're just like, they're not, they, they can be refuted so easily by, by theism or the belief that there is a God. His name is Richard Dawkins. Everybody know who Richard Dawkins is? Uh, very, another smart atheist would be Bart Ehrman. I like him too. But uh, the reason I like atheists is because like, uh, is because like they, they test you. They they test your face. They make you they make you look at things, make sure you ain't just out here just lollygagging. Because a lot of people grow up in the church and say, Yeah, I believe in Jesus, but really don't even know what it is. Because like if you ask somebody what's the gospel, they'd be like, Yeah, Jesus died for you. Uh, I mean, but and they, they don't even understand. But back to like how I came to Jesus and it was just like it was just like so much stuff that was going on and it's just like I was being around, like, I ended up leaving leaving school. Like, I, I called myself a Christian in March because that's when I really started diving in and I started reading the Bible. And then I ended up going home, like, well, to my godparents' house in, in Sussex. And I ended up speaking to one of my friends. His name was Brad. Ah, I didn't mean to drop a name. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, my boy Brad. So he, we, was, we was all sitting at a table, me, Brad, and a dude named 
another dude. There's another <laughs> dude there, right? And, and he and he called himself a Christian, right? And, and and like he was talking about all this stuff that he used to do, or or all this stuff that he does. And then me and Brad, for some reason, we we started to talk about like the idea of God. Is is there a God? Can there be a God? And stuff like that. And then he he kept running and stuff like that. And and one 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 sentence that I had said, "Hey man, I can't I can't say all that because I gotta re- refer back to the scriptures." Because by this time, by this time, I had done so much research that there was no research left to refute refute the Bible. Or I'm yet to run across any still any any atheists that I run across. They're they they're so easily refuted most of the time because <laughs> Bart Ehrman makes some good points. But um, yeah, and 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 then me and Brad, we both like for some reason, like it's like my heart changed. Like I I, I grew I grew numb to the things that I used to like to do. Like. One thing is like masturbation. Like I like I I used to do it all the time. But like ever since like then, I, I haven't had like a I haven't I haven't done it since like March, right? This is probably vulgar for the for the radio. <laughs> but but it's just like so so it's like I don't I don't even have that feeling towards it. And and it, and it's like it was so much things that like it just like my heart was changed towards these things. And it's not like I just, it's just like I was, it was like a gradual thing. Like a gradual, was just like, man, I don't even really like this. And it's still to this day where I'm just like, man, I don't. Or I've gotten strength to go against these urges and stuff. And it's just like, I didn't have this before. And it's just so crazy, bro. They're like, it's really like mind boggling how like so many stuff have changed and how I like see things differently. It's just, it's just so crazy, bro. And, and to this day, I am a, Christian, praising the Lord Jesus. Okay, now to my story, which is <laughs> sort of the opposite, I guess. <laughs> uh, so I was raised Catholic. My family wasn't crazy Christian. Like, I don't think we tried to go to church a good amount, but we didn't go like every week or anything. We went to Christmas and Easter, of course. Yeah. Uh, my mama, though, she is very religious, and a lot of my like family members aren't like living in my household are very religious but i was always raised i had to go to sunday school and all that i am confirmed in the catholic church but once i got to i think around like sixth seventh grade i started questioning everything and uh i really like you know i watched a lot of times i watched a lot of atheists too and in church and in Sunday school, I just wasn't agreeing with a lot of stuff they were saying. And I'd ask questions and there were just no answers. And it confused me as a kid and all that. And after, I think, seventh grade is the first time I talked to one of my friends about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm having like, a hard time like believing all this and all that. But it was still, like, at a young age, like, that is still, like, a bad, like, you seem not being christian as a bad thing yeah i know one time in elementary school it was like something i really remember in fifth grade my one friend he was not raised religious he was not religious and then my other friend who's funny because he's not religious now anymore but back then he was making fun of this kid for uh not being religious and all not being christian and all that because raised in a neighborhood where most people were catholic i mean most of my friends i went to sunday school with most people were catholic and there was that stigma that it's bad to not, you know, praise the Lord, to live a Christian life and all that. So I really was thinking about it for a while, and I didn't consider myself very religious once I got, like, I didn't really believe in God once I got to about seventh grade. I didn't really talk about it a lot until 
probably later that same year, eighth grade, once I got comfortable, but I still wouldn't talk to like anybody in my family about it or any of that. Yeah. Uh, so I still wanted to them to see me as, you know, Catholic. Uh, Good old Catholic Richard. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like there was that stigma that not being Catholic is bad. And that's what I felt as a kid. I mean, you watch a lot of movies and all that. Like, oh, there are good Christians and all that. And one of my favorite lines in the first Avengers movie is uh, when uh, Maria Hill's like, hey, Captain America, you might want to sit this out. These guys are practically gods. Talking about Thor and Loki. And Captain America goes, there's only one god, ma'am. And I'm sure he does not dress like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just stuff like that. You know, you thought of it being a good thing as a Catholic. But once I lost that faith, I tried. I wanted to be Christian. Like, I wanted to be Catholic. I wanted to live that divine life. But after you lose that faith, I could not get it back. And I do think faith is a good thing. So let me. So I've always struggled with Mm -hmm. falling asleep. And as a kid, it was real bad. I was very, like, paranoid. Mm-hmm. Every time there's an airplane overhead or a train went by, there was any noise ever, especially when a door opened. I was just terrified. I thought I was going to die for no reason. There was no reason, like, they'd be in trouble. I lived in a nice neighborhood, like, a real <laughs> nice neighborhood. There was no thing, but I was just paranoid. I'm still sore like that. Like, anytime a door opens while I'm asleep, I'm awake like that. And uh, I'm always listening to, like, footsteps. And every time I enter a room... I go look for the emergency exits and like everywhere to exit as soon as I get in. <laughs> I'm pretty paranoid, but back then it was real bad with my paranoia. Every time I th- there's a plane <laughs> over, I thought bombs were going to drop all that. And I know <laughs> it sounds dumb, but as a kid, it was terrifying. Bomb. And uh, Let's bomb Richie, guys. That's a fire <laughs> idea. So <laughs> I'd always have that. Then give me think about death. I'd have existential crises, or I guess crisis. I don't know how you say it, but, <laughs> then, uh, but I would pray. I would pray every time that happened and that would be what got me to fall asleep. That's what would ease my mind is that prayer, that faith mm-hmm. in God, uh, faith that there is an afterlife, that there is a heaven. And it really helped me as a kid. So once I lost that faith, I still tried praying for a while, but it didn't work. And as I got older, I got less paranoid, but the existential crises they rose because I lost that faith in God and all of that. And, uh, there was nothing to fall back on, you know, once I started thinking about that stuff, once I got into like those late night, like paranoia thoughts, there was really nothing to really ease my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it got worse and I couldn't, my sleep schedule got even worse. It's better now that I'm older, but uh, like my freshman, sophomore year, there were probably on school nights, there was probably at least 10 times a year where, I didn't get any sleep the night before just because I was in my bed just sitting there just awake because of these thoughts and about this paranoia. And having, and it, it wasn't bad when I believed in God because I did have that faith. I think I had that back when. I think faith is an amazing thing to have. I think having that faith that you can fall back on God, that God's there for you, he loves you, and once you die, he'll let you into the gates of heaven if you live by the commandments if you live a holy life Oof, that's but, unfortunately unfortunately that is not what the bible says <laughs> that's what many people would like you to believe unfortunately because a lot of braid on that <laughs> okay just say that no, okay. yeah yeah i got you so a lot of people think that um in order to get to heaven you got to live a good life right yeah 
Jesus never said that. <laughs> okay. And, and, okay. So I'll give you uh, a scripture. Uh, matter of fact, let me. He does have a Bible on him right now. <laughs> you know, guys, I gotta keep the. It's 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 the sword of the spirit. That's what, yeah. that's what the scripture says. It's more Carl. notes than that than any of your college textbooks, probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you are probably very right. So one of the things, um, one of the things, um, oh, I'll give you one of the famous, most famous verses, John three sixteen. Are you familiar with it? Yes. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. In Romans ten nine ten or ten nine say, if you declare with your Oof. If you care with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And Ephesians 2, 8, 9, this, this, is, the best, this is the best verse when it comes to when people talk about, uh, oh, you got to live a good life to go to heaven and stuff. Because what is living a good life? Like, how, how, how would you measure your good life? Because you would only have it to compare it to other people. So, like, I could say, I could, I could go out and have sex with 13 girls and have babies with all 13 of them but compared to hitler i didn't i didn't i didn't do nearly as bad but does that mean that i that that was bad but that's why ephesians 2 8 9 says for it is by grace you have been saved through faith through faith you are saved by the grace of god through faith and this is not of yourselves it is the gift of god not by works, so that no one can boast it said not by works meaning that you can't work for God to save you. If it was if it was if you could work for God to save you, it wouldn't be grace. As Romans three put it, it wouldn't be grace. It would just be do. It would be what you do for a worker works for a wage like you. You work for MUTV. You don't do yeah. it for free. <laughs> you get paid to doing it. So if they gave you money, you wouldn't be like, oh, my God, thank you. It's what you owe. Them. <laughs> it's what they owe you. <laughs> but God, God does not owe you entrance into heaven because Romans 3 2 3 says for all men have sinned and fall short of the glory of God so if we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God how then do we can we be reconciled with God it's only through Jesus and, and a lot of people say like have you ever heard people like uh, say um Jesus died for you right you've heard that a lot yeah a, a lot of people do not even know what that means. Cause I, my my aunt one time made a, I, I was talking on the phone with. She was like, "Why why Jesus had to die? Why why God can't kill nobody else for for the atonement for the sin?" I was like, I was like, okay, let me take you back to the Old Testament. <laughs> so within the Old Testament, right, you had you had um, Abraham. You know, God told him that your people would be uh, more like the number on the. I mean, like count the sand on the seashores. That's how number. I mean, that's how innumerable your people will be. Look at the stars in the sky. That's how innumerable your your offspring will be. And then you had Isaac, Jacob, and then the 12 sons of Jacob, they went to Egypt. And then Moses led them out of Egypt because they started to be enslaved after the new Pharaoh came. And then as they left Egypt, um, th this is where Israel came in at because Jacob, Jacob was called Israel. Israel means wrestles with God. But... It, which is so funny, bro, because like throughout the whole Bible, it talks throughout the Old Testament. It talks about how Israel is constantly being saved by God and then how they constantly turn their back on him. Like, for example, one of the first times was um after Moses had led them out of Egypt all the way through the Red Sea. Right. And they were walking, walking through the desert and they were hot and hungry. They was like, man, we hot, we hungry. 
man, God should have left us in Egypt to die, bro. Now he got us finna die here in the desert. This this is paraphrasing God. This is like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and it was like, and it was like, now he got us out here finna die in the desert. And and um and, and Moses was like, man, he he went to God. He was like, man. The people that you the people that you told me to lead, they so stiff necked and so stubborn. All they care about it themselves. But then God told him, Hey man, I got I got something for you, man. Go go tap that rock and water flew from flowed from the rock. And it was so many times where, where Israel started to put gods before them, like when Moses went on top of the top of the mountain. And 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 Moses was gone for a few days. And, and the Israelites were was like, We don't know where Moses have gone. Hey Aaron, who is Moses' brother? Make us make us a golden calf. I'm no, no. He said, "Make us a god who will go before us." And then Aaron says, "Throw all the jeer that you got. They got the jeer from. It don't matter what they got the jeer from. <laughs> but, but yeah. So I, all this is Israel wrestled with God. So in in saying all this, then God gave them all these laws and stuff like that. All these laws to follow, like you, you know, the famous Ten Commandments yeah. and Thou shalt not kill. A lot of people only look at those commandments like they're the only commandments. It's actually like 613 commandments, but uh, a lot of those don't apply today. Like such as." You know, killing a bull. Okay, so I'm getting to the point. Yeah. Why yeah. Jesus had to die. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got I got to cut gear. You get a little excited when you're talking about God and Jesus. <laughs> That's what, bro, the Bible. Guys, like, if, if, I don't know if you guys are Christian or not, but I would, I would say, Open your op, open your Bible, bro. Just, just, just start with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But I'm going, I'm going. Uh, yeah, I'm go going. On, <laughs> yeah. But, man, so, all right. So back then, right, they have to, they used to have to do atonement for their sins because God, since God is a, just God meaning that that like you have to be repaid for what you're doing. So it, like how they say justice for Brianna Taylor or justice for George Floyd. They don't mean bring George Floyd back to life, right? They mean the people who killed them, give them jail sentences. Cause for killing someone in the US, the just punishment would be going to jail. Right? Yeah. So since God is a just God for Doing something that he told you not to do, the just punishment would be to, to punish you or, or to turn his back on you. But he gave you a way to reconcile yourself to him. And that reconciled way was to take the most unblemished of your lamb and sheep of your flock and basically sacrifice it. Meaning that you were, you were willing to give up something that was dang near perfect so that you may be reconciled to God. And a lot of people like look at this and be like, man, like what is why, why did he have to do this? Why, why did they do this? But it wasn't necessarily for them, because in, in Hebrews, it talks about Hebrews is a New Testament book. It talks about he desired no sacrifice. But the reason he told them to do the sacrifice, because there were there were these things coming in the future, such as this great person. Jesus and, and with Jesus coming, bro, he was the ultimate sacrifice. Because it says, for him who knew no sin became sin. So basically, when they used to um, atone for their sins with the with the lamb and stuff, they like they like cut them up, do burnt offerings, and then when they used to do like the escape goats, yeah, I know you've heard of saying escape goat. Yeah. They put their hands on on the scapegoat Aaron and all the priests, and they confess their sins and be like, Lord, forgive us for we didn't we didn't been adulterous and, and done all this and doing all that, and then a fit man. A fit man was a man who came and led the goat out into the wild and, and let it run wild. And and that was seen as a cleansing. That was seen as a cleansing of the uh, of being cleansed of your sins. That's that's why. That's why it says Jesus died for your sins, meaning that 
He became the ultimate sacrifice. And the way to accept the gift of God is to place your faith in Jesus. To, as Roman 10 say, believe that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead. But yeah, that's the whole reason that Jesus, that's the basic, everything behind like why Jesus had to die for your sin. Wait, what, what, what was the beginning of what I was getting to? <laughs> You're talking about, <laughs> I, I said living a holy life and getting heaven. And he said, that's oh, yeah. not entirely oh. true. Yeah. So God do want you to live a holy life, but he do want you to live a holy life. But in order to get to heaven, it's 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 not you cannot do anything. For yourself to get to heaven, as as um, this is this is one thing with the Catholics, right? <laughs> you always got something to say about the Catholics. bro. I love Catholics, bro. You know, I just I got a little few problems with their doctrine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I've heard it, 95 of them. Are you talking about the thesis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, Martin Luther, bro. Okay, Martin Luther. But I was going to say, bro, so so they believe that you are saved by grace, but on top of grace, you got to do a little work to get to heaven. And you don't, but the, the Bible, what the Bible is saying is, you don't, you don't work to get saved. You worked because you are saved. Because you are saved for placing your faith in Jesus, you do good work, meaning take care of the poor, t- taking taking care of the those among you who are who are sick, sick and and, and uh, elderly. You do these things because you are saved, because Jesus did this, and because you are ultimately trying to be like Jesus and and bringing more to faith, as Jesus tells the disciples Matthew twenty eight nineteen, go out and make disciples of all the world, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So this meaning, go out and, because a disciple means one who follows. So the disciples were ones who followed Jesus. So go out and make disciples, go out and make followers of me. That's, that's that. Okay, so I want (laughs) to ask you a question. So I'm in a philosophy class. Yeah, I definitely, I love, I love these questions. I study, I love them all the time. Keep going. So, uh. We had discussed three beliefs we had, and, mm-hmm. you know, we go to Catholic schools. So there are a lot of Catholics, there are a lot of Christians, and most of them said that they believe in faith and that uh, every single person, God has a plan for everybody, and every decision you make is because of God. And, you know, they believe in faith. Do you believe in that? Do you believe in that God has a plan for everybody, that everybody has a faith that every decision you make is because of God or because of a higher power? Oh, to say that would be to renounce the fact that we have a choice to do anything. Do I believe that God knows all? Yeah. Do Do I believe that God do have plans for people? Yeah. But do I believe that it's God's plan for me to just like pick up my phone right now and look at the time? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I feel like that's too far and gone because like in Jeremiah 29, 29 11, right? Your brother named Jeremiah. My brother's name is <laughs> but, Jeremiah. <laughs> but in Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, for I know the plans I have for you. I don't even have a scripture up, guys. I just know this. But I know the plans <laughs> that I have for you and plans to prosper you, not to harm you. So, yeah, so there are, like, people, he, and he, even in um even in these scriptures, right, there, there were prophets who, who told things that were going to happen. Like, so have you ever heard, like, Jesus had to go to Egypt? Because King yeah. Herod was looking for him. And, and, and 
the reason that Jesus went to Egypt was because Herod wanted to do the same thing the Pharaoh wanted to do when he killed all the firstborn in Israel and he wanted to kill Jesus. And Jesus went to where? He went to Egypt just so the prophet Isaiah would be fulfilled when he wrote, out of Egypt, I called my son. <laughs> so, and so Jesus came from, and, and this was written like four or five hundred years before Jesus. Yeah. And so like, it's just like, hmm, wow. But to say that, that everything we do to the me snapping my finger right there or the words that I'm saying right now, maybe these are Holy Spirit led. You know, maybe like the people that will listen to this will take the Bible mode, uh, look at it and, and look at apologetics. Apologetics is defending the face, by the way, guys. I didn't know that a couple months ago. But <laughs> but um, yeah, like, um, yeah, to say that, I feel like that's a stretch. though. Do you believe that? Do you believe in faith that there's a plan for where you'll end up in life? Oh, Definitely. Like, 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 yeah, definitely. I don't, I wouldn't say a plan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say a plan. God knows. Yeah. He, he knows to say a plan that he wants you there. Maybe he does. Cause there, maybe he does. Cause there have been times where God has placed people in places where they like perfect timing to spread the gospel to somebody. And these people have undergone amazing transformations and under and heard many and experienced many revelations. And it's just, Amazing, but yeah, I mean, I kind of you think everybody, every single person has a plan. There's a reason why every single person's on earth, and God has that reason. I, I yeah, yeah, I, I could say that. Okay, I, I, I could see it. I, I won't necessarily stand on that because I'm. I've never, I never really. Yeah, I can say that. I can see that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think everybody has a purpose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and glorifying God, yeah. And even cuz there are, there are things that you do that glorify God and, and you don't even and you don't even believe in God. Oh, you need me to elaborate. I was just no. oh, cuz I was <laughs> I was going to say um like in Romans 2, right? Yeah. Paul talks about those even though that they don't have the law, meaning the people who have never heard. Like the people who would never who, the people who would die on this earth today who have never heard about Jesus, right? He said, even though those who have not heard the law do by nature the things of the law. It shows that the law is written on their heart, meaning that they didn't even, they didn't even have to learn this thing. They didn't even have to learn the law of God, what, what God knows. We all have this thing called a conscience. <laughs> we, all, we all have this thing called a conscience and whether we choose to obey it or not is our, is our choice. Like I got a conscience in my head to say, Oh, this girl just texted me and said, hey, come over and watch a movie. Uh, in, 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 my, in my head, I can say, or, or my, 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 what I want to say is, I'll be over in 10 minutes. <laughs> that, that's what I want to say. But my conscience is like, don't go over there. Because when you go over there, it might, it might end up in something that you don't want it to be. You might come out of there with a baby. You might come out of there with AIDS. You might come out of there with You just don't know, bro. So these are things. We have this thing called a conscience. And, and I, I am a believer that, that there is a objective moral law that we all have, that we all as humans have, no matter where you grow up, no matter what you know, such as even, even, even people who participated in Nazis, even people in random tribes that do weird stuff, they all have this objective moral law. No matter what their customs are, they have objective moral laws that they know without anybody telling them. Like for me and you, slapping an old lady, <laughs> slapping an old lady walking down the street. We know 
that that ain't the nicest thing to do <laughs> because we we all know this whether we you've t- been taught it by society or not because you can bring a person from the most random tribe they might have had the thing where it's like slapping an old lady mean like you're a grown man or something they try but <laughs> but like in saying that they they would still know this is a bold statement but they would still know that that's not the best thing to do yeah so you believe in our nature we're like we have morals. Most yeah. of us are good people. And and also, yeah, uh, no, I would I would not say that most of us are good people. I would I would say that there has never been a good person to walk the earth by God's standard of good. What about Jesus Christ? Oh, Jesus was God. hey man i'm just telling you man i'm just telling you i'm just telling you bro i would say because the reason i say this because in the the scriptures right a guy comes up to jesus he's like hey good rabbi and jesus like hey man why you call me good don't you know that there is no man good except god and and when that sat on me i tried to come i tried to think about it if if you compare yourself to Jesus, the, the person of Jesus of the Bible, the way the Bible compares Jesus, the, the one who had no sin, right? The yeah. Per- if you compare yourself to Jesus, we are all, no matter who you are, Muhammad, Tassata, Buddha, however you say his name, Gandhi, Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther Wait, King. Wait, who's the first person you're trying to say? Saharthi Gautama Buddha. Is how, you, how you say his name? Who are you talking about? Buddha? The, the, the Buddha? Oh, the Buddha? Okay. Yeah, Tama Buddha. However you say his name. Gandhi. <laughs> Nelson Mandela. All of us are closer to Hitler than we are to Jesus. Like, that's just like facts. Like, you might not have killed six million people. I mean, Hitler didn't kill six million people by his hand. He led the he led the people to do yeah, it. I don't think you have to justify it. <laughs> I'm not justifying, bro, but I'm saying we, we are all closer to to Hitler by moral standards, than we are to Jesus. It's definitely interesting to think about uh, comparing yourself to other people like that, especially talking about in the eyes of God. Yeah, because... Uh, of course, I'm not religious. I don't Yeah. compare myself to that. Uh, what do you think... What do you think is a good standard to, like, compare yourself to? What do you, like, to live up to? To live up to is to, to try, try your best to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. As as keeping your faith in him. So you think the standard that you want to live up to is Jesus, even though you might never get it. You you will never get it. <laughs> you will <laughs> never. It is it is hopeful. It is hopeful that because I I seen a post today. Wait, wait no, I, I'll go talk about this later. But it's it's hopeful that you might get close or, or not, you won't get close <laughs> because okay. Why well, say I'm never getting close, man? Come on. It, it's because like <laughs> I, I don't know everybody heart. Right. But it's because of our heart. It's because of the things we think. Right. If, if somebody if somebody walk behind you and they step on your shoe. And you look, look behind you and they just like walk past you, don't say nothing to you. What you going to say in your head? You could probably gonna be like that dude's a D.I.C.K. <laughs> right. Yeah, probably. OK. OK. But but look at that. We, we are already like. And then if that guy would have turned around and be like, hey, man, can I get a dollar? You'd probably be like, no, bro, you just step on my shoe or something like that. And, yeah. and, 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 and look at that. Look look at that as just the perversion of our heart. Or if we see somebody with something that, that we want, we, we jealous of them. Or, 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 or a girl say something that we don't like. We ask a girl on her, she don't say, yeah, now nah, we, oh, you ugly anyway. I ain't want to go out with you. <laughs> <laughs> or we, it's, just, it's just like our heart, bro. The, the way we look at stuff, the, the way we, because we are human. We, we are human. We are of a fallen, 
world. So we will we will never get to that perfect stance. But with faith in Jesus, because Paul, Paul, Paul in Romans seven talks about, he says, for what I want to do, I do not do. Meaning he wants to do the good things in Christ. But he says, but what I do not want to do, I do. And he talks about like, have you ever have you ever been addicted to something? Uh, Probably. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of anything on the spot. I mean. All right. Well, I, I used to be addicted to probably. I don't. I don't. Mm, I probably used to be addicted to like. I don't know. I don't want to expose myself on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but but well, the thing I used to be addicted to, I used to be in my head, I used to be like, I don't even want to do it. I don't even want to do it. But it, it felt in my head like I had to do it. Like people who smoke yeah. cigarettes. People who smoke cigarettes. I'm pretty sure they don't really want to smoke them cigarettes all the time. Right? Yeah. But like they just like feel the urge to do it because it calms their nerves. But when they do it, it's like they're a slave to sin. Yeah. They're, they're a slave to these things. And and that's what that's what Jesus came to do. He came to set you free from being a slave to your sin. Like I used to be a I used to be a slave to masturbation, bro. Like before before I before I had this renewal, like I used I used to do it all the time. And it's just like, oh, I hope my mama don't listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, hey, I mean I think you even it out with all the Bible talk. Yeah, but <laughs> But yeah, like now I don't, I don't, I, I, now I'm set free from that. I don't, I don't yeah. feel the need to do these things. Now, now I'm not doing this. Or just like, I used to feel the need to just like talk to a girl or go over a girl house or something like that. I, but now I've been set free. Like now I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm straight. I'm chilling by myself. I don't need nobody. Like I'm, 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 I'm all right. Yeah, so and it's just so crazy how like it changed, like how, how I, how I've changed. And I, and I, I, I didn't do anything different. I didn't eat different. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't start doing anything else. Just it's a just a new mindset. I wouldn't even say it's a new mindset. It just like it was like a boom. It was like a gradual yeah. change. It's like man, hey man. But I thank Jesus for that. So <laughs> one you. last thing I want to ask you is, uh, so Christianity Ooh. has been declining in the U.S. Yeah. and atheism or not religious people have been on the rise. Oh yes, sir. So why do you think that is? I think it is because that. <clears throat> Many many people aren't weren't aren't really Christian. Cause many people I used to embody the title Christian when I was in high school. And, and I never really believed it. I'd I'd call myself a Christian, but it'd be at a girl house the same night. She's like, What well, it's just like it didn't it didn't matter, bro. Cause like a lot of people aren't really Christians. They just grew up under this title. They don't really have faith. They just like no. They know all the Veggie Tale episodes. <laughs> they hey, don't do not sleep on Veggie Tales. <laughs> they know all the Veggie Tale episodes. They know all the Bible verses. They know all the songs in church. But but on Sunday morning, they might be up there praising Jesus because it's an act. Because on Saturday night, you know what they were doing? They was at the club dropping it to a Magna Stallion beat. <laughs> so I'm just saying. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. It's just like. These people weren't really Christian, and I and I say the the devil. Okay, um, it talks about this in the scripture, right? It talks about this in the scripture. Actually, it says for in the end times. Hold on, let me let me get the first Timothy, so I won't mess him up, bro. Because this this boy Timothy, he be going hard. But um, hold on. It says, dang it, this is this is this is not it, <laughs> <laughs> right? Second Timothy. Um, 
Bruh, I, I know I, I can't even find it, but uh, but I, it's, it's it says in in the last time, people will lead the faith, and they will surround themselves with teachers who teach what they want to hear, for their itching ears, for that it would teach their itching ears for what they want to hear, and it's just like it, poetry, it, yeah, yeah, it's just like wow, it's like coming together, like you said, atheism on the rise. It says for. Many people would depart and lead the faith. They're going to lead the faith and, and go find somebody who teaches something they want to hear. Like, say, say for instance, people who uh, go to preachers, like prosperity preachers. So prosperity preachers is a big thing now. And um, people go to prosperity preachers because prosperity preachers don't talk nothing about sin. They don't, don't, they don't tell you not to do anything that, to change your life. They just tell you, oh, just keep the faith in God and he's going to bless you with, to be a millionaire. That like so a prosperity preacher, you basically they giving you a license to go out and be disobedient. So it's just like, oh, I can go listen to this dude who tell me to just pray to God and then I can still go out here and have sex before marriage, smoke weed, party and all. And that's what the prosperity gospel is. And many people wouldn't like like to believe it, but it's just that's that's why atheism is on the rise, because many people weren't really Christians anyway. Yeah, no, that's definitely people that's why want to hear what they want, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's all the time we got today, Amon. Oh, I could go on for like I five know you more could. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> this has been great. This has been good. Okay, well, I'll see you later, Amon. I'll see you guys next time on It Ain't So Black and White with Richie Lyons and Amon Edwards. Peace, y'all.